Hi everyone, it's Joey Remini here from seekingbalance.com.au. Today I want to talk about a frequent comment or experience um, from both people who have chronic symptoms and so they've got this uphill battle of not just living with and being confronted by daily life, putting meals on the table, paying bills, relating to people, but the added challenge of chronic symptoms. And I also want to talk about this in regards to being neurodivergent and so having more intense hyperconnected brain, um, more intense magnified sensory experience and emotional experience. So not only are we trying to get about in the daily world, we're also juggling this very complex magnified inner experience. And the comment is like, why is life so hard? You know, why am I having to try so hard and have so many strategies and so many skills and so many tools? And, you know, I hear people say I'm devoting so much of my life to, you know, learning how to meditate or learning how to be with difficult thoughts and persistent worries and how to relax my body and things can just crumble and fall and feel too hard. And I want to say I totally get it. Um, I have had that experience personally many times throughout my life and it's this feeling of stepping back and going, is it this hard for other people? Because I'm really struggling with the basic stuff in life. And I think that's why it's so important to understand our brain and body, to understand our own capacity, our own limitations, things that trigger us, stress us out and um, are more likely to put us into a fight, flight, freeze, fawn situation. You know, the more we understand how we function in the world, we can pick and choose and pace ourselves or at least be really fully resourced and prepared for those situations. And then we don't have this unpredictability, uncertainty and feeling absolutely crashed or blown over. So, We also want to understand what things soothe us, what things interest us, what things bring us joy and put our brain and our body into a naturally relaxed flow state where it's easy to be in our window of tolerance and to focus and laugh and feel light. So there's so much personalized nuance. And I do think it's very helpful to know your neurotype, to learn if you're autistic or ADHD or both and everything else in between. And so, you know, why is life so hard? I think I've learned something from Michelle Livock here, who is a neuropsychologist who works or who helps with neurodivergent assessment. And something she's spoken about, which I think I want to share here, is this idea of functioning at our average. And let's talk about what that means. So a lot of people who are neurodivergent or living with chronic symptoms, and of course, you may be both, you could be neurodivergent with chronic symptoms. We are not only monitoring a very busy inner world, high sensitivity, high emotions and chronic symptoms, and that's putting a load on our brain. We're actually monitoring what we're sensing and feeling and how we're engaging with the world. And it's like an added task. So it's sort of like if everybody in the world is juggling two balls as as just as per daily life, neurodivergent people and people with chronic symptoms might be instantly, constantly juggling five balls. So there's just a lot more going on for the brain to process, integrate, filter and work with. So just to go to the supermarket, we might be really functioning literally at our best. And so we're having to push ourselves to really concentrate, to focus harder. We're more hyper aware of our inner world and outer world. And so the brain is getting very, very, very tired 
you know, by the up, by four o'clock, we can feel like we want to crash. Or maybe we can work nine to five, but then we get home and absolutely are exhausted. We can barely even think about cooking dinner kind of thing. And this can be also a slow accumulative exhaustion and stress that it's just the week's um, pile up on top of each other and we're just like, why am I so inexplicably tired? And the way Michelle explains this is, you know, if we're functioning at our best all the time, we're actually really drawing down our battery reserves and that is not how human beings are designed to be. We want to save that functioning at our best for maybe 10% of the time. And that's the times when we consciously resource and prepare ourselves to go out and do challenging things, whether that's a really strong gym workout or going to a, a, pa- um, a party that might be loud and crowded and have music that we love, but we really want to go in and have that experience. And we prepare our brain for all of that sensory loading so that we can handle it. Um, and at the same token, we want to be able to function at our average most of the time and acknowledge that sometimes all humans will also be functioning at their worst, which might be the other 10%. When we push ourselves to be in that functioning at our best all day, every day, and we just never rest, we never slow down, stop, pause, we we, we people please too much, we try and volunteer, we try and step up, we do too much, we are likely to move toward um, burnout where we can just feel uh, low mood, depressed, less motivation, lo- low stamina, you know, it, life gets hard, we can get brain fog, And again, just doing um, basic daily functions can begin to break us down. So the purpose of this podcast and YouTube today is to talk about what is functioning at your average? How can you actually change your lifestyle and change your life choices and life commitments so that you wake up in the morning refreshed and so that you go to bed at night feeling content with what you've done throughout your day? How can you cherry pick and be very discerning about how you choose the tasks and engagements that you execute each day? Can you get better at automating things that can be automated? Can you get better at delegating, rescheduling and postponing things throughout your day that are just adding clutter? They're not adding value. They're not important to you. And perhaps they don't even need to be done by you and somebody else can help you out in that um, arena of life. It's also good to come back to conversations around having community and village and being interdependent instead of hyper-independent, that you don't have to do everything on your own, you don't have to be responsible for everything and everyone, that you can share the load, you can ask people to help you out, you can um, simplify and minimise how much effort you're putting into daily life. And, you know, I think way back when we probably did have more intergenerational living and village style um, human lifestyle, there would have been help with laundry and food if we have that intergenerational, more people around, more people helping clean, more people contributing to shopping and cooking. So potentially there literally were less balls being juggled. But now that we tend to live alone, um, there's a lot more pressure on one person to to be everything and do everything, to go and do the shopping as well as the cooking, as well as manage the cleaning of the home and do the laundry and go to work and care for kids and try and maintain social relationships and have a creative hobby. Like it's a lot. So I want you to really um, just pause and consider what would it look like for me to really 
um, take a step back, slow down and function at my average. And that could mean just having one or two major tasks that you achieve in a day, as opposed to having a list of 10 things you try and do every single day. So really, really simplifying. And for some people that can mean relationship changes because it's not working. It could mean uh, career changes because that's not working. And so if that's what you're feeling, I would just really encourage you to go gently, go slowly. No changes have to happen overnight. But to take some time out and use the Rocksteady program, you know, this is where each module will get you to really focus on what this means for you, your triggers, your self-awareness, being gentle, slowing down, pausing, boundaries. But moving towards module four, five, and six, you're really looking at your ideal self and painting that picture of the way you would like to design your life to be to better suit your brain and body. And of course, then less masking, less pretending, less pushing through, more being authentic and allowing our natural experience of the world to flow through us, express through us creatively, and to be more in our natural state more often so that we don't be as exhausted um, because masking is a very exhausting process, which we can talk more about Bring your questions and comments to our live monthly calls if you're part of the Rocksteady program and learn more by visiting seekingbalance.com.au. It's a bye for now.